Ho, ho, ho. Merry Christmas. All right, Merry Christmas, everybody, and Happy Holidays to all of you who are listening. No matter what you celebrate, it is December 25th, 2017. This is the Sports Talk with Jeff and Mike holiday show because we have um, we don't all celebrate Christmas on this show. Good morning, Jeff. Hey, Mike. Happy uh, <laughs> Merry, Merry Christmas to you. and uh, Happy belated Hanukkah to you. Thanks, thanks man. It just it feels, even though we don't celebrate, it just feels good today. Everyone is... Uh, in a good mood and happy, and uh, I understand you're in the snow up north. I am recording today from Providence, Rhode Island, and it is, um, let me look, it stopped snowing, so it's, but it's snowed, and it's a white Christmas. Good. It's 33 degrees. <laughs> Not bad. I mean, that's that's the way I imagine a Christmas. Nah, Come it's on, cold. Man. Oh, God. For a guy that grew up in, in Rhode Island, man. Mm. Well, I left at 18 for a reason. This would be that reason, Look, amongst think other things. You, you got the best of both. I think, you know, you live in sunny Florida where right now it's beautiful, and you get to go up with some family and visit for just a few days at Christmas and get some snow and then hop on a plane and come back home to paradise. So, Yeah, and I got to go to the – I went to the Patriots game yesterday on Christmas Eve, which was a lot of fun. Nice. Sat uh, front row, 50-yard line, which I've never done before. So that was great. Um, good time there. Wanted to go to the Celtics game tonight, but my mom um, put the kibosh on that. Uh, see, 42 years old, and my mother's putting the kibosh on my plans. No, that's that's the way it goes. <laughs> that's, the, that's the quid pro quo, man. You go up, and you've got to kind of do both. you got to do family stuff, and uh, if mom says you got a lunch to go to, you kind of got to do it, regardless of your age. Correct. What are you up to today? So I got my girls home and we heated up the pool uh, and it's beautiful. It's about it's going to be about high seventies, eighty here, and um, we're just going to chill out in the in the backyard with the pool and my daughters and Rona and grill up and just chill out and uh, there's some good sports on. We'll talk about yeah, so yeah, we'll, absolutely. We'll, yeah, we'll, we'll come in a little bit, and watch some uh, watch some basketball and football, but it's just going to be a nice quiet time with uh, with the family and I'm looking forward to it. Well, that sounds lovely. Let's uh, let's get into this um, NFL recap. Um, some great games over the weekend. We'll just touch on everything briefly and then get everybody out of here. I'm sure people don't want to listen to a one-hour podcast. Um, maybe leave the Patriots game out or at least leave out going in depth on it until we get um, Ellison on Wednesday. Yeah. Uh, other than to say um, bad first half, good second half, yeah. questionable touchdown call. I, mean, I don't know. Yeah. Hard, you know yeah. I mean, I was more upset. I'm not upset, but there was actually a, a pass interference call against Buffalo. I think it was in the first half. I yeah, think it was, on Gronk. I, it was Gronk, and I'm like, I, I look at it. And I'm like, I, I don't know, man. I didn't see any pass interference. But you know, you and I've been talking about that call all year yeah. long, and whether it's offensive or defensive, it just it's it, there's no it's so subjective, and it seems like very little contact can cause a penalty, and 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 because it's it's yeah. the spot of the ball, it could be a huge play downfield for a first down. So. so when we saw that in the stadium, at least our little group, we thought it wasn't pass interference. We were like, "Whoa, yeah. did they just call that?" But now we were at the fifty yard line, so that was in the end zone. Um, and then when we saw it on the board, we realized that it looked like he stuck his hand 
he didn't touch him, but he stuck his hand in his face. It looked like, or yeah. at least close. But he wasn't. He his back was turned. Yeah, that was the problem. That's I the guess. Tell, hey, that's the telltale sign. If the if the D back is not looking back at the quarterback, the ref's gonna throw the flag and it's just there it was very incidental contact and i just didn't see it yeah um, i i don't disagree with you and then the benjamin play we can probably get into deep on yeah. wednesday but yeah i will I'll, I'll leave it at this we all thought it was a touchdown <laughs> in the stadium no, I, we were like they're not going to reverse this are you kidding me the, and the sentiment from everyone and this is in new england the sentiment all around us was that's not indisputable evidence. Like maybe that right, left foot, right. maybe the left foot was down, but it looked like it was. And I guess they were look. We we couldn't watch it on TV, but we were guessing they were looking at whether when that left foot touched, he had possession. Right, Am right, I right? Right, right. Uh, and it sure looked like he did to me. I don't. It know. just to me, like you said, it wasn't indisputable evidence. No, not either way. By the way, had they called it not a yeah, touchdown yeah, to start, yeah, yeah, it, yeah. right? And you I don't. You can't change it like that. If you no, can see it clearly on on the replay. Now I don't think any either one of those plays though changed the game because in the second in the second half no. New England took control. Tyrod was sacked six times. It was a weird football game. Yeah, but yeah, Buffalo doesn't have. I mean, they played well in the first half, but they, they their offense can't score touchdowns and and no. they, they scored on the pick six, but they just don't have enough juice on offense to stay up with New England. And and on fourth and one, they went for that 50-yard field goal, which we uh, all knew this guy was going to miss, and we yeah. said they should have gone for it. They probably would have gotten it. They were they were moving the ball all day on New England, so yeah. that was a bad coaching decision, and that was the end of the game. It, it I don't think anything changed that game. They weren't going to win, but no. some interesting controversy. But we'll get into detail with Ellis on that because I have some questions about how the New England defense played relative to Kelvin Benjamin, who is ridiculous. They had no answer for him and he's None. not and he's not healthy and he's got a bad no. <laughs> bad heel he can't really run yeah. and he's, and he's, he's still a, torched he's him a stud he's a really really he's always been a good receiver and if yeah. he's healthy watch out he's great so you watched that rams game i didn't yeah. get to watch it i watched some highlights last night tell me about that well it's tell pros, about pros and cons i mean the rams didn't look great um and uh, they had a, uh, there was a fumble by Goff near his end zone. Uh, there was scoop and score by Tennessee to put him ahead, and I think in the first half. So two things came out of this game. Actually, three things about the Rams. One, they're still a very good team. Jared Goff uh, is a resilient quarterback. He threw for over 300 yards, four touchdowns. Their defense finds ways. Still, they they get turnovers. They sack the quarterback. Um, the main thing out of this is Todd Gurley, who put on – an absolute clinic. I mean, he rushed for 118 yards. Good good game right there. He caught 10 balls for 158 yards, two touchdowns, including an 80-yard romp through the Tennessee defense like they were a high school team. And he gets better and better every week. He's on his way. to. He's got 18 touchdowns. I think he's going to score, if he gets two more, 20 touchdowns for the season total, 2,500 yards from scrimmage. I mean, he is a tremendous part of that team as is Goff, as is their coach. They're a well-coached team. They came back, and they won 27-23. But here's the problem with that team. They don't have a kicker right now. And they lost um, what, what they call Legatron, which is a great nickname for Zerline, their kicker, who is the best kicker in the league this year, had back surgery. And the guy that they brought in, um, really, they had no faith in. They were going – the Rams were going for fourth down at the in uh, fourth and short at the 30-something yard line. A field goal that their line would have really easily made. So they got a problem at their kicking game, and um, they the, the guy missed an extra point. He's never kicked in the NFL before. Um, they got a problem. I think they got to go and pick up some veteran kicker that's kind of hanging around. But because in the playoffs, 
you need it. You know, you just need kicking. So Rams look good. They clinched their division. And um, Gurley made a tremendous statement again. He's not going to win the MVP, I don't think, but he's really put up a great year. Nah, he might. He yeah, might. You know, you know, it's he Brady might. And, I read an article. It's Brady and, and, and Gurley, but it takes a lot for a running back to um, win the win an MVP. Um, you know, Brady's still yeah. ahead, even though it's not Brady's best season, right? I think you agree. Well, he he's was on. Great season, but he's, he's having a great season. Yeah, you know, for the first, this is. He's thrown um, an interception in five straight games, including two pick sixes. Yeah. Um, and now for everybody who starts screaming, oh, he's 40, look, the last time he threw interceptions in five straight games was 2002, and he was 25. So let's not – I don't want to hear the 40-year-old argument because he did it when he was in his early 20s. Um, Hart, I don't know about Brady. And not, I'm, nobody's a bigger supporter of Tom Brady than I, but five five straight games with, with picks – yeah, I don't know that that's the MVP. Well, I saw I saw him throw a pass even more startling. I mean, he, the guy can't throw a perfect pass every time, but I think he had Gronk over the middle. Um, he was he threw behind him. It was unbrady like. Um, he was getting some pressure, but but really not. I mean, Buffalo's D line was not great. I think that the defensive backfield was covering the Patriots receivers well for a while. But we'll talk about that again you know, Wednesday. But. Brady's having a great year, and I don't know of another candidate other than him and Gurley. I mean, it was Carson Wentz, and and that's not. I mean, Jared Goff really is having a great year, but he and Gurley are going to split some of those votes. It's really hard for a running back to win it. But what when I saw this guy yesterday, and I've watched him all season, he's, he was on my fantasy team. The guy, except for a lull in November, the guy is is having an unbelievable season. But I just don't think that the voters are going to vote him as a running back. But the Rams look really good. But I really think unless they get a, a kicking game and a, ki- a veteran kicker, they're going to have trouble in the playoffs. Um, it's interesting that the whole Rams playoff situation could come down to their kicker. But they really have a badass kicker, or used to anyway. They used to, but he's yeah. gone. And I don't think yeah. he's coming back. And he Zerline was the best. And I was a big part of this team along with their special teams and their turnovers and everything along with Goff and, and, and Gurley. I mean, their receivers are good. They're not great, but they are but they're good. This is an all around good team. But without a kicking game, man, you know Mike in the playoffs, it's gonna I mean games come down to a lot a lot of times uh, field goals and, and long field goals and Zerline was doing it, but so that's something they have to address. But the Rams looked uh impressive. It wasn't their best game and they pull out a game against the Titans who are still in the hunt uh in the AFC for the uh for the playoffs even when Though I think they've lost three in a row, uh, Titans could still. Yeah, it's crazy. It. Yeah, let's let's talk about some of those AFC playoff scenarios, and then we can focus on the NFC, and then maybe get everybody out of here. Yeah. Um, AFC. So the Patriots have clinched a bye and have clinched. Um, so they've clinched a home game and a bye. They clinch home field at, throughout if one of two things happens: if the Steelers lose today to the Texans, or if the Patriots beat the Jets. So that takes care of the Patriots. Uh, the Steelers have clinched a spot. I, I I don't know if the Steelers can drop to number three. I'm not sure they can, actually, now that Jacksonville lost, which we should talk about, by the way. Right. I think the Steelers can either slide to one or they stay in two. I don't think that Jacksonville can catch them. I think Jacksonville's locked in at three. Speaking of Jacksonville, you know where I'm going with this, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know where you're going. Another yeah. stellar yeah. performance from Jimmy GQ. Yeah. Um, 49ers man, he he is. Well, they weren't until they got yeah. a quarterback. Yeah, I mean he's he's done a lot of great things with nothing. Yeah, yeah, he's he's definitely been um, 
impressive, and the team has woken up. Um, they're actually were playing some some defense. They were, but I mean, he's he's turned the team around. He looks he looks good, and gives this team some promise. And I hope they sign him. Um, I'm sure they will for uh, next season. But he has turned that whole team around. They were they were, they were dead with one win early on in the season, and he's only uh, I mean he surprised a lot of people. Maybe not you, but I didn't think he could do it with such a bad team. But definitely a resurgence there in San Francisco. I think he surprised a lot of people outside of New England. I think everybody in New England, I know that the New England media and the New England brass and people within the building of Gillette and anyone who followed Jimmy felt like this was this was a no-brainer, but I, I could understand why people who didn't follow him would have thought, well, you know, he had all this, he had Belichick and McDaniels and blah, 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 but he's really good, really good, he's and good. he's going to be really good for a long time. Jacksonville, um, I don't know. That was the best defense, best defense in yeah, football. Yeah, we're going in. By the way, the Steelers, uh, Jacksonville can get number two seed, I believe, if if Steelers, which is unlikely, lose to Houston and then lose to Cleveland next week and the Jaguars beat Tennessee next week, then I think the, the way I see it here, Jacksonville would be number two. Steelers don't get a bye, but that's unlikely given the, uh, the Browns. So, um... Yeah, but going back, I mean, yeah, I can't. I, yeah, I don't, I don't know. see the Steelers losing. No, so Jacksonville got torched and um, very surprising. Uh, so I think the the real battle, I think, is between San Diego, Buffalo, and yeah. the Ravens, right? Los Angeles. So yeah. I mean, lost yeah. in the Chargers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, Los Angeles. Sorry. <laughs> yeah. So right, as it is right now, Tennessee and and the Ravens have the wild card spots. Right. Buffalo can get in, but they need help. Right. So yeah, Buffalo gets in. Um, they got to beat the Dolphins next week, and then and they need a Chargers, Chargers and Ravens loss, right? Uh, Chargers and Titans loss, um, correct? Right, Sorry. and and the Chargers, the Chargers can get in, which I think this is possible. I mean, they got to beat Oakland next week, uh, the Raiders, which I think they can, and then they need the Titans to lose to the Jacksonville Jaguars, which can happen, and they need the Ravens to beat the Bengals which can all happen. I think the Chargers have a chance, but you're right. Right now it's Tennessee, so the Ravens at 9-6 and six, and Tennessee. Right now those are the two wildcard teams. I think you know Tennessee's going the other way. They really don't look like they did last year. Mariota's not the same, not the same the season he's having. And, um, and the Ravens, you know, the Ravens are scoring points. I mean, they're one of the highest scoring teams in the NFL, which – is a complete shock to me since they had a terrible offense early in the season. They're rolling. Um, I mean, they might end up playing a team like the Chiefs, and I don't know how you feel about that, but they might. I think that they could take a team like the Chiefs. So right now the Ravens have some pretty good momentum. Yeah, so I actually pulled up the actual playoff um, playoff possibilities, which I probably should have had up earlier. Um, so the Steelers, so the Jaguars are locked in, it looks like, at 3 um, if the C- if they could still clinch a first round bye, actually, if the Steelers lose and they win, but the Steelers aren't going to lose to the Browns, so let's just let's just leave, <laughs> just leave it at that. Um, for the for the Chargers, they need to beat the Raiders, and then they need the Titans to lose and the Ravens to win. Right. So that's that's definitely possible. Right. And then the, for the Bills, it's like we said, they need the Chargers and Titans to lose, or this is interesting. The Bills need to win, and as long as the Ravens lose, they're in. Right, right, right. The Bills could get in. Yeah, 
Right, right. They the Bills absolutely could get in. Yeah, right. They have to win and the Ravens have to lose. Right, I saw that. Um, and if they get in, they would travel to Jacksonville, assuming Pittsburgh and Jacksonville don't flip. But even if they did, it, they're either going to play Jacksonville or Pittsburgh. And I think they lose. The Bills could beat either one of those teams. Yeah, I don't think so, man. I, I, I saw Buffalo. I don't, I don't think they have enough. I mean, Taylor is an erratic quarterback. I've seen the guy play, make some good passes, and then not so good passes. Um, I wish he'd run more. He's 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 really effective. He's very dangerous when he runs or rolls out. But I don't see Buffalo. I mean, I, Buffalo making the playoffs will be a huge thing, the first time in a long time. But I don't know if they can win on the road against either of those teams. But you know, Antonio Brown is is iffy um, with the Steelers. He's not playing today, and who knows? He's definitely out he's for the down. first round. And if they have a, a first round, uh, if they don't get a buy and got to play wild card week. He's not playing. So, um, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. It's it, The AFC is topsy-turvy. But, uh, it's, you know, those last spots we're going to find out. But um, uh, I still think it comes down to you know, New England and Pittsburgh head and shoulders above the other team. Jacksonville, I just don't know. They they just took a step back yesterday. So, anyway, the uh, yeah. NFC, NFC. NFC. I mean, Eagles, Vikings, um, right? If the Eagles win, uh, they get home field. If they get um, – or Vikings lost next week gives a number one seed so the vikings could still get yeah a one seed. the vikings need to win out and then they need the um eagles to lose out right that's how that plays out right so right. The eagles play both are locked in right. at those spots right actually yeah both are locked in at those spots um the rams can't go any higher than a third seed right they're stuck at they're stuck at three right Same. period yeah. i think i i don't and they win the head-to-head tiebreaker with right. the saints right so i guess they the saints and rams will flip-flop if the Rams lose on the final weekend and the Saints win, yep, they'll flip flop, and then the Panthers, um, they can elevate to a bye if the Vikings lose, and care and they have to win out, obviously. Right. So they're in anyway, and um, so the only so so they had the so five teams are in. It's the it's the last wild card spot, right? That is up for grabs between Atlanta and Seattle. Seattle. And they clinch with a win and a Falcons loss. That's pretty simple. Right. So two teams that got eliminated yesterday were the Lions, who who kind of laid an egg in Cincinnati, and, yep. and Dallas. Dallas. Happily. Yeah, I'm very happy <laughs> for that, too. So Seattle's still in the haunt. And um, NFC is very interesting because, as we spoke last week, you know, it could be any team. I like the Saints. The Saints still – um, I like the Saints. They really impressed me, and um, they might be the best team in the NFC. But it was, uh, yeah, it's going to be fun uh, when the playoffs Can, A couple things. With Dallas, you know, Jason Garrett has not really done a great job. Mike Lombardi from The Ringer calls him the clapper because all he does is stand on the sidelines and clap, which now that he has said that and I watch it at the Cowboys game, it's actually true. Yeah. He just claps all day. Yeah. It's weird. Yeah, it's weird. Don't you I, – I was, I was thinking about this this morning – they haven't done anything since Jimmy Johnson left. I know they won a Super Bowl with Barry Switzer, but that was Jimmy's team. Um, Jerry Jones, for all his accolades, not good since he's controlled the team. They've been really poor. Yeah, He's got to step aside, I think, if yeah. they ever want. they got to get a football person in there. How long has Garrett been there? It been like, seems like forever. I don't know. He's got a mediocre record. I don't think he's won any. I don't think he's done anything in the playoffs. He's got a couple eight and eight seasons under his belt. They've got a ta- they've got talent on that team. Yeah, but you know what? His defenders are going to say this year. Elliot was uh, out half the season, and they they were still yeah. But your team it. shouldn't crumble. Yeah, shouldn't crumble with. Uh, I mean, I think better. Co- what do you think? How do you think? How good do you think the Dallas Cowboys would be if Bill Belichick was their coach? Well, I mean, that's that's a special. He, he he'd lift any team up. Um, but that's not a you know. But there's other coaches that 
non Belichick coaches who are still good. Yeah, well, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. What if Sean McVay went yeah, there? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, could you imagine if he yeah. had Dak Prescott and Emmett Smith? Look yeah. what he's done with Curley and Goff. And yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just it's not a good situation. They love him there, and, and I just don't know. Um, oh, it won't happen. Well, I don't know. I'm just, I don't know. Jones is running out of patience, man. He's you know he sees he's, he sees a window, he, but he's got time because Elliott and and Dak are young. But um, I don't know. The NFC's grown stronger around the Cowboys. There's a lot of good teams now, young teams. The Rams will be around for a while, you know. Vikings are an up, up-surging team. So maybe he's he's going to lose some patience and make a change. I don't know. Yeah, we'll see. And, you know, um, I, yeah, I just got to run by my Giants real quick. And I couldn't even watch, yeah, yeah, of course. Couldn't even watch the game. They lost 23 nothing in, uh, in Arizona. Um, very, very dismal uh, showing, but I, I didn't really expect much else. There was some interesting news in the, during the week about UCLA quarterback Josh Rosen, who would like to play for the Giants, and he does not want to play for the Browns. This is not a unique scenario. Oh, I heard something about this. <laughs> we thought, he, he's mean, like, well, I, yeah, we've heard. He of, said if the Browns draft him, he won't come yeah, out or yeah, something. Yeah, yeah. What's the story there? Yeah, that's what I heard also. So, you know, Browns going to have number one draft. Giants going to have number two draft. Both need quarterbacks desperately. Deshaun Kaiser doesn't seem to be answering in Cleveland, but this is the same scenario Cleveland every year. What happens if Cleveland drafts uh, Rosen, who could be the best quarterback coming out of, uh, of college uh, in the draft in April? Um, he's, Rosen said he's not going to play for the Browns, but he wants to play for the Giants. And if the Browns are going to draft him, he may stay another year. So, I mean, I'd love to get Rosen on, in, in New York. Um, he's going to go uh, – he's going to probably be the top quarterback, right? I mean, uh, Donald, uh, Donald I, Yeah, I and, think so. And, um, Mayfield, Mayfield, but I thought Mayfield was projected in the second yeah, round. Yeah, Mayfield. Someone predicted him to the Patriots. I mean, he, he'll go late first or second. I, I think. I don't know. I, I would take a flyer on him if I was some of the teams drafting down in the middle of the late first round. But Rosen seems to be the guy. I just, you know, I just know what the Giants are going to do. They, they're. I, I have no idea. I, they were really loyal to Manning. I thought they would never ask him to to leave or retire, and then they bench him, and now he's back, and they don't even play Davis Webb the last couple of weeks i figured why not play the guy to see if webb is any good maybe he's your your star waiting to to emerge as the next quarterback but that's not happening i don't know i don't know what the giants are thinking and they they just don't try to uh, it just doesn't make any sense if you were their their gm wouldn't you at least try to see how how their backup quarter I mean, start manning or maybe play him a half and then bring in webb you lost 23 nothing anyway so I, I yeah i would have played webb at least try yesterday it. yeah try why it. not yeah why so i don't know what's going to happen if in the offseason, the Browns are going to you know, talk to Webb and see if he, they can convince him to play. Who knows? But I'd like to see Rosen in, in, a, in a giant uniform. And like you and I have said, Blake Bortles uh, maybe was, has been playing well, but maybe Manning takes over for the Jaguars and reunites with Coughlin. And you know, who knows what that scenario is going to be. I think you'll get a lot more clarification on the Giants when they hire a coach and they hire a GM. GM sure. And that's, I mean,. You're gonna. The Giants are gonna be in the running for McDaniel's and Nick Casario, and a, there's a. I've heard a bunch of other names. It's gonna be really interesting off season. Who knows if Hugh Jackson's gonna stick around with Cleveland? Right. I think that whole situation could change depending upon who takes over. I mean, look, what if Casario and McDaniel's are hired as a tandem in Cleveland? You really think that? Right. Um, Rosen's gonna say, "Oh, I don't want to go to Cleveland now." He might change his mind. He might, he might. Uh, you know, so um, I, I think it's all a little premature at this point, for, both for him to be saying he doesn't want to go to Cleveland. I, I get that he doesn't want to go to this Cleveland regime, but this regime is not going to be there. No. So um, now maybe he's got a thing against Jimmy Haslam, the owner. Who knows? Which uh, wouldn't be wrong, by the way, because Haslam's made some bad decisions over yeah. over time. Um, 
and I think for the Giants again, it's it's who gets hired as coach, who gets hired as GM. I don't. I hope Eli gets a chance with Jacksonville, with somebody, or someone with somebody else. Yeah, else. I, I think it's you know it's time for a change. I agree, but he's I mean, it's been great. He's been class, and he still has some years left. That's just not with the Giants. That's just too much turmoil there, and and it's time for the Giants to make a clean break. They're going to be a two and twelve team. I mean, um, from a team that was projected to be a division winner by many, it is. It's pretty much of a, uh, a horrible disaster for the team. So they need a clean sweep, and I'm sure they can't wait for the season to end soon enough. So I mean, definitely biggest disappointment this season has to be, has to be the Giants. Uh, yeah, I can't think of another team, right? I mean, maybe the Raiders, Broncos, but, but not, not they weren't as bad. Then. Yeah, I mean, and the yeah, Broncos, yeah, yeah, Dallas Broncos, Raiders, uh, all disappointments, but not to this extent. No way. I, I mean, they were projected to be maybe a ten win. 11 win team or even a 10 or 9 win team. Yeah. And they go 2 and 12, what's likely to be 2 and 12. So. And it was bad from the start. It was it was bad. Look, they they were competitive early. They lost some close games, but then um all the weaknesses got exposed and you saw where it was going and then the whole controversy and the coach and Eli and it was just it was a a a drama of uh pretty bad proportions, so so, yeah, no, definitely weird. Yeah. A weird New York Giants season. Kind of an interesting, and I mean, maybe we'll do this in a different podcast, but an odd NFL season. Was, I feel like it was odd. It was surprising. It was it was odd. All right, it was it was weird. Maybe no big teams emerged early. I think there's some really good teams now. There's some big turnarounds. The Rams. I think I saw yeah. the biggest turnaround in NFL history from last place on offense last year, points per per game to first. Um, things like that. Um, yeah, it was weird. It was weird. Uh, rookies and veterans. I feel like there's no, there's no really great team. All the teams that are in contention, from the Eagles to the Patriots to the Steelers, New Orleans, they're all good. But uh, do you feel like any one of these teams is like a shoe in to run away with it? You're looking at if you're looking at all of them. I don't feel that way about any of them. Well, I mean, it's it, that's a good thing if there's if they're all good and there's no. You know, real one dominant team because that's good for uh, parity. But no, I, I, th- I think the Patriots are still the best. I mean, they're the best team. And now that they have home field, I, I obviously they're odds on. But um, um, I mean, I mean, if they, I guess if they were healthy, but they're not. I mean, but, they're missing but, White, Burkhead, yeah. Hogan, Van Noy. I mean, I could go on and on. It's uh, like a mash unit over there. Yeah, but I, I think there's one team that only one team in the AFC that has a chance to, to stay with them. We saw that on the game a couple of weeks Pittsburgh. ago. Yeah. So, I, I mean, do you really think Jacksonville or Kansas City or, or, or Tennessee? Or Kansas Buffalo City or, or, rolled them. Yeah, but that was a that was different a, time. It was a different time, and, and the Patriots yeah. have gotten better. But look, the Chiefs are playing better, but I really don't think there's an AFC team that's close to New England except for Pittsburgh. Now, the NFC, I agree, there's, there's, there's really good teams there. Even the Eagles without their top quarterback, they're very good. The Vikings, the Saints – and the Rams. They're good. They're all very good. All but very any good. one of those teams could win it all. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I right. I agree. You're right. And so, they could any one of those yeah. teams could beat the Patriots, by the way. I don't like I think if, if it was the Patriots against yeah. the Rams, I don't know about the Eagles. I'm not not I'm not sold on Nick Foles. But if, if the Saints, the Rams, and the Vikings were playing the Patriots in the Super Bowl, yeah. that game kicks off at almost yeah. an even line. I mean, uh, I, I wouldn't be running around saying, Oh, this is a shoe in for New England. I think it's uh might be close to even if it's the Saints. I think the Rams and the Vikings, just due to their inexperience and uh, quarterbacks who are very inexperienced, Keenum and, and Goff, I think the Patriots would be, you know, maybe six. A slight favorite. Yeah, maybe six. But I think the Breeze, if the Saints, an improved Saints team, that would be the closest. Um, 
it's going to be interesting. I can't wait for the playoffs. I mean, I'm just I want next weekend to be done. I love the NFL playoffs. I love the wild card week because anything could happen. You have all these teams that with possibilities. I love just watching all the games Saturday and Sunday. That is going to be a great weekend. So um, actually, the next yeah. few weekends, next weekends we got college football, big ball games. Yeah, so the next few weeks are, are great for fun. Are a lot of fun. Yep. In a weird sort of strange NFL season where there wasn't a lot of greatness in the regular season, I think we're going to get. A lot of really good playoff games. I feel like any team that's in the playoffs, and I wouldn't if the Bills got in, could make something happen. I'm not saying the Bills could win at all, but they could win a round. They could win a game. Yeah, you know what I like about the season? Maybe there's a lot of a whole crop of new teams and and quarterbacks and coaches and and turnarounds. I mean, I mean, I just like the Jacksonville Jaguars turnaround and the Vikings and the Rams and the Eagles. And maybe Buffalo. I mean, it's it's good. It's, it's exciting. You have some veterans, you, but you have some of these new quarterbacks coming in and new players and new stars. Um, anything could happen, and, and um, I like it. I you know the result might still be you know New Orleans, New England, two of the veteran quarterbacks and the Hall of Famers and the great teams, and it could be that very well. But it could be you know I wouldn't be surprised you see a you know a Pittsburgh, Minnesota, or something like that. You just don't know. So I hope you're right. I think it's going to be yeah. a great great playoff. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. All right, well, let's get everybody out of here. Um, we probably went 10 minutes too long on <laughs> this yeah. Christmas morning. Um, so everybody, you know, Jeff, enjoy the holiday. Enjoy nice. that pool. I'll be yeah. a little jealous, <laughs> honestly, because right, it's man. cold. Yeah. You'll be back home. Enjoy the white Christmas. You should enjoy your, Thank fam- you. your family. Merry Christmas to you and your family. And, Thank and you. And enjoy, um, you know what, you don't get too many of those of those days. It's cold and it's snow, but it's family and it's a holiday and and. Uh, I know you're going to enjoy it and appreciate it. Yeah. And uh, you'll be back home in sunny Florida by tomorrow night. Absolutely. Happy holidays to everybody out there. Merry Christmas. Happy Hanukkah. Whatever it is that you celebrate, enjoy the day. Um, hopefully, you're going to watch um, some sports today. We got, college, we got NBA basketball, NFL football. So sit by that TV. If you're in cold climate, enjoy, a, enjoy the warm fire if you have one. Um, and have a great day, everybody. Merry Take Christmas care. Everyone. Happy holidays. Happy holidays. Merry Christmas, everyone. Bye bye.